Welcome to the Divine Download, friends, a place where we share stories of how ordinary people manifested extraordinary lives. I'm your host, Life Transformative Coach Rona Lalazari, and on this podcast, expect to learn from creators of incredibly real magic and also experts on the field in manifestation, law of attraction, and simply get together to learn the tools on how we can all download our greatest divine gifts and live lives that we can't wait to wake up for. Get ready to meet your best self. Beautiful friends, you know I am on a trip to Rome, and today witnessed and felt something profound and I am a moment capturer. I really see that it's important when these moments come to capture them and share them and really create a pause for everyone around me and you guys are a part of that to uh, take in a lesson and meaning or purpose behind the moment. And so today for me the moment was walking into the ghetto, the Jewish ghetto in Rome. And as soon as I came into this region, I started feeling very overwhelmed. Overwhelmed with a sensation that I couldn't grasp until I walked into this museum of the great synagogue there and started seeing some remnants that they collected of the Jewish community. Menorah etchings, tombstones, artifacts that showed how Jews used to live on these very streets. And here's what has remained of them. And this is after, you know, my family and I travel quite a bit. We've just came back. We came back a few months, a month ago from tour of New England and we went through Canada and Maine and Rhode Island and visited several similar museums of Jews that fled Europe and came to New England and their stories of persecution and their stories of rebuilding and their stories of, you know, survival. And I just walked into this museum looking at these artifacts and I said, how much? Again, same old story. Here we are trying to build. Here we are, getting massacred. Here we are, picking up the pieces and starting all over again. How many museums, how many stories, how many places around the world are we going to go and see how our people were dispersed, thrown around, walking these to earth like nomads? A nation without a nation. And I just got this overwhelming sensation that enough is enough. How many museums am I going to go to? How many monuments? How many dedications? Enough is enough. We're tired of running around looking for a place people to accept us and to make our case. And here's why Jews matter. Here's why you shouldn't be anti-Semitic. And here's why you should stand with us. Enough. Enough trying to convince the world. Enough trying to tell our story to get justification for existing enough of this moral high ground of what it means to be a Jew and Jewish people in our story and our narrative of on our knees begging for survival. Enough. When will it be enough? And as I walk through this museum, I see the exhibit 
of Theodor Herzl and Menachem Begin and Ben-Gurion. And there's a whole discussion, whole section in the museum about the declaration of Israel as an independent nation. And Rome has one of eight signed original declaration of Israel's independence, signed by Ben-Gurion himself and the whole crew there in Dizengov. 1947. And it hit me. The same sensation I had walking into that museum saying enough of our people being thrown around like scum, like wordless, like inhumane citizens being just ping pong from one end of the earth to the other. Then Gurion and Herzl and our founding Zionists had that same sensation. They said enough. We want to come back home. And unapologetically, we are going to gather our people from all the corners of the world and we are coming home because it is enough. And I understood for the first time what Zionism truly is. It's not just believing that Jews deserve a homeland. It's having no other choice. It's saying enough apologizing, enough begging, enough making our case. Zionism is saying enough is enough. This is our home, period, end of story. No ands, buts about it. Zionism is saying, we don't want another monument. We don't want another dedication. We don't want another museum tracing our heritage. We don't want another plaque on the wall saying Jews lived here once upon a time. Zionism is saying, enough is enough. We want our home and we will do everything and anything necessary to keep this sacred home, our one home, as ours. That is Zionism on Israel's side. And the second point that really captured my attention today and I want to share with you guys is, you know, again, there in Rome was one of the first communities of the Jews who left Israel, right? The Jews of the diaspora. After the temple was destroyed, the first round, we had Jews go to Babel, Babylon that point, which was Iraq. The second temple that was destroyed in 60 AD was the Roman destruction. So the Jews were brought to Rome. Now, why that is so powerful, why that hit me today is I saw the setup that showed Shabbat table, candles, wine, sidur from 1700. And I realized how did from the 60 era to the time that Israel was declared an independent state, 1947, how did the Jews survive? And it said the only nation in the world that went into diaspora and survived as a nation. How did they do so? There was no social media. There was no internet. There was no finding out who's who and where's where and that you have brothers and sisters around the globe. They were sent 
and they went around the world to set up new communities to live because they had no other choice when they left Israel. How did they maintain themselves as a nation and come back thousands of years later? And the one answer was while I was looking at the Shabbat table, was it was Shabbat. It was the Torah that kept the Jews united as a nation. How powerful our heritage, how powerful our rituals, how powerful our Torah, our God-given Torah that united us at every table around the world. Jews sat in on Friday night at the same Sidur, had the same candles, had the same challah, had the same wine, had the same prayers for a prayer that, that dedication to the holiness of our sacred Torah, that is what kept us together. And thousand plus years later, we came back from all corners of the world, united with the same exact rituals. Nothing changed. The Sidor was the same. That Friday night was the same. And it's the same one that we have today. And that is so powerful to me. And I've heard this saying before, more than the Jews kept Shabbat, Shabbat kept the Jews. We were united as a nation. We were a nation without a nation. And we preserved and we stayed strong by our rituals. And when we were brought back to Israel, some thousand plus years later, we were still that same nation. That is the power. That is the constant in the ever-changing world that they face then and even more so now. The one constant was the Torah and these rituals. And that is what kept our nation united. That blows me away. So to all those years in between being persecuted in Spain and Babylon, in Italy, which was Rome, British Empire, all around the world, all the Jews who were persecuted and kicked out of their homes. They kept one thing, which was the Torah. They hid it underground and in caves, but they committed to it because of the leaders of every generation who said, sit down, I'm going to teach you what these words say. I'm going to teach you what this Torah says. I'm going to teach you what it shows us about our people and you're going to keep it and you're going to pass it down to your children and you're going to pass it down to your children's children. It was that commitment that our ancestors who safeguarded these beautiful words, it was their commitment and their safeguarding of our Torah that kept our people united and was able to bring our people back to create the nation that they once had. And so my hats go off to those rabbis and those religious holy humans who kept these rituals. And my hat goes off to those Zionists who brought our people to a physical home. One goes hand in hand with the other. So often we're like, is it the rabbis? Is it the soldiers? Is it the Zionists? Is it the religious community who kept Israel strong? It's both. It was the rituals that kept us united when we were dispersed. And it was the visionary of the Zionists who remembered that no matter where in the world we were, there would be nowhere we belonged more than Israel. 
and I'm forever indebted. We are all forever indebted to these holy visionaries and holy safeguards of our beautiful heritage. We are forever indebted. And to them we commit to ensuring the preservation of our holiest home, which is Israel. Looking for more? Find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Rona Lalazari.